banter podcast. Um, we're bringing you a special episode at 12 o'clock on a Friday night. I'm your host, Leo, joined here by my co-host, Jonathan. It took him a little while to say his name because he was taking uh, a drink, but we're here and we're excited. And John, I was excited to do this because it's been a while and um, there's some things you wanted to uh, talk to me about. Uh, I had a lot of things saved. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Do you want to start with the doctor thing? Because like, I feel... Okay, guys, I don't know if any of you people listening feel this way, but... You all have potential to become something bigger, something greater. And personally, I feel like I can do anything. So one of the few things that I want to do is become either an architect or a doctor. And John here has a few objections to me becoming a doctor. And uh, no, no, you, okay. you want to list them? Come on, then. Okay, it's not you personally becoming a doctor. Okay. I'm just saying there are a lot of issues with a lot of there's a lot of issues with um student doctor suicides because a lot of students wait is that something that uh, you're worried about happening to me no it happens okay a lot with i i I did not know that i have a lot with the uh with the student culture because like students and who go into the field either aren't prepared for the uh, amount of work that is put upon them and the pay doesn't match the work and it honestly it's it's like the students expect 1% of work but the hospital expects like 30% of work so there's a burnout uh, in regards to yeah. doctors, uh, and that's due to the amount the hospital wants expect, to put on yeah, them yeah, yeah. as regards to like, hey, you're a human being, you can only work X hours, but the hospital wants you to work Y. But yeah, exactly. Like, so where did you where did you get this from? It's from different articles on our medicine. Okay. On Reddit. Okay. And. Uh, the, the hospital doesn't want you to call it burnout rate because burnout rate makes it sound more uh, negative. More flammable. Yeah. They wanted you to call it, I don't know what they call it, but like burnout rate sounds bad. Mm-hmm. But it, what it is, I understand because I see it like, like at one point they had to like, they had to reduce the amount of hours a doctor works from like 120 to like 80. But for a doctor... That's just not. For, I don't. That's want a my, sixteen hour week. I don't want my doctor to work like eighty hours a week. Yeah. Because that sounds horrible. So, so do you think with a plethora of doctors, they won't have to face such issues? I think or though, we don't have that. Apparently, we're gonna be facing a doctor reduction, doctor shortage crisis. Because people years. aren't going into the medical field, or because of like how the horror people stories are or burning what? out, uh-huh. and also people can't afford to pay yeah. their student loans, yeah. and uh, that's terrifying. Because as a field that should always have a plethora of doctors and Absolutely. nurses, the fact that we're burning out our doctors, we want them to work more than what they're worth, is. 
It's a shame. Disgusting. It's a shame, really. Uh, and that's horrible to really hear. Uh, you obviously don't want people in, like, anesthesiology or surgeons pulling in, like, 80-hour weeks because that sounds intense and that's insane to, like, put that strain on a human body. But at the same time, you want, like, able physicians to work on you. And uh, this is the first time hearing that we're not... We're not capable to maintain the supply to the demand of like people with healthcare issues. But does this issue does this come with the fact that more people nowadays are having more uh, more medical issues that require more intensive care, or is this just the fact that like there's only a limited amount of people that are doctors? I think about the fact that like it comes back comes down to the uh, whole like uh, doctor profit model thing where mm-hmm. like it's down to profit and not like actual patient care. Hmm. And the other thing like people. Want... I think I think insurance has a big uh, yeah. play in that because it feels like everybody should be able to get treated, but the fact that like you won't be able to pay your bill is uh really insane it comes like that like 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 these hospital conglomerates want more money mm-hmm. for what they're paying doctors and uh it's what it is like patients come in they want more volume and doctors can't take care of them yeah. but doctor whole idea is to take care of the patients yeah but then yeah. they get worked more per patient they have to reduce the amount of minutes per patient or the uh, amount of patients they see, because there's there's always a trade off. Because either you give, uh, you either give Joshua like twenty minutes, or you give like Peyton and Caroline and and other Joshua uh, a few more minutes. Like you have to check out points. Like okay, you have like like headache. Chest pain, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Are blood these test. all things that I could uh, solve by googling? Uh you could, uh-huh. but a lot of people rather have like a physician, a, a human physician, being. somebody, a human, like telling them, okay, this, like, give me an actual blood test, give me an actual like. Oh, I, I I work in a blood lab. Don't do blood tests because the amount of money that you end up spending is actually exuberant. People want the actual test because mm-hmm. they don't want to just like guess what they might have. Because recently I had it's, it's cancer. Recently I had a couple of chest pains and right. um, neck pains. It's it's John. It's you. It's not cancer. For they you, all it's not they cancer. all went away. Uh-huh. I'm fine. Okay, they all fine. went away. He's, he, he's here, thing, guys. He's the thing, here. though, they all went away. Uh-huh. But things like for everybody, that's not the case. I'm still pretty young. I'm Hispanic. Uh-huh. It goes away. It's are you – no. Where did you – are you predisposed for any diseases per se? The only thing I'm predisposed is maybe cancer, Okay. maybe diabetes, Okay. and maybe high blood pressure. So the big three? <laughs> the big three. <laughs> the big three. <laughs> look, look. It happens. High blood pressure, folks, cancer, it and diabetes, look, the silent killers. We have an issue with our, with our current – U.S. medical students who have a high burnout rate, 
and the fact that we have to worry about them is so, so I'm sorry is any of this supposed to put me off from the the concept that like I think I'm able to become a doctor are you trying the to thing tell me is that like, I'm not it's not if you're able to is the fact can you commit to all those hours am I able to, to commit people, to those hours to helping people okay it's all about uh, ability uh huh can you see yourself no, committing no, to hours no, and helping people? Because no, no, no. the fact I get that tired of a forty-hour work there week. Are I won't better, do there are better. There are better. There are better jobs. <laughs> there are better jobs to make more money. What better jobs are there than surgeons? Business. There are jobs. Okay, that's nonsense. Everybody yeah. goes into school with their generic business degree. That just is so you broad and so vague hard. that, like, what is it supposed to be? And honestly, dude, after being in my field, I I hate sales reps. Okay. They're the most awful okay, okay. people uh, I've ever met look, in my whole look. life, man. We, we, we recently met up with a friend okay. who is the computer science. Yeah. He's making 90K. That's, that's like three times as much as I'm making. He's making 90K. Okay. okay. And that's just out of college. Right, but oh, okay, okay. I see but doctors have, have to, to wait another like eight years uh-huh. to make that much money, right? And that's not certain because they have to make it through residency, and they have to make it through their internship, and have to make I, it I, into I what they want. I see your point, but at the same time, I want to prove you wrong by becoming a doctor just so I can Look, be like, hey, at least admit I made to me, doctors isn't a money thing. It has to be money. Look, and there's always going to be a steady amount of patients to treat. But admit to me, doctors shouldn't be a money thing. It has to be a personal self-giving to help humanity thing. Okay, I, I understand that. I, yeah. I, I can see that point. Like, if you want to make money, mm-hmm. there are other jobs with less amount of hours Name to give. Name two of their albums. <laughs> Business. <laughs> <laughs> what is another album? Business and com- and com- the kind of computer technology. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. Like, you will increase the amount you spent for college significantly if you go into computer science. Anyway, up to our next topic, Roseanne, which was a very popular show in the 80s. Yeah. Why? She, she had her show canceled because of a recent racist Twitter rant. Mm-hmm. But why can some why why would you as a company who why wouldn't you think she would get to what why okay her her, her excuse uh-huh. was um, Ambien Ambien yeah she but, attributed her racist uh, Twitter rant to the uh, drug Ambien. Uh, which I think is an interesting cop out because it's like it's not me, it's a substance that I'm on. But uh, Ambien uh, tweeted at her and they said that like, hey, there's a lot of side effects, but racist tweeting is not one of them. But the interesting thing is, I feel the show was brought back on in the fact that like it faces a lot of like modern day issues, but it has a Republican slant to it, and. Uh, the only reason it was brought back on is the fact that Trump is president. Like, without a doubt, 
because otherwise it wouldn't have been able to like cultivate a demographic and it was only a matter of time before she got canceled like i heard there was an episode about like they had muslim neighbors and they're worried about them like making a bomb i don't know how true that is but like this this was always doomed to fail but they were kind of like hopeful in the fact that like the uh the trump era would kind of like give it wings or like space to grow and they weren't able to do that um which i'm really grateful for because we should not tolerate this nor should we uh give it a platform where it could where it could fester it's it's honestly like a wound that needs to be treated it's it's not tolerable and we shouldn't tolerate it that's the thing though like it was Roseanne was a popular show back in I'm thinking 90s and they wanted to like claim on that hot market with like the middle class working family but um, I, I, I don't think it's fair that we uh, comments on this without actually watching a Roseanne episode you know what I mean like because okay. we're because this is all about like what we hear other people say without actually having experienced it firsthand like I hear that it's like pro-republican like right-leaning but i i haven't seen that personally and the fact that like the actress herself felt the need to go like racist on twitter that's like that might be extraneous to the show if you know okay so i I, I, i've seen an interview with her on i think it was jimmy kimmel Mm -hmm. and recently yeah recently with her and the uh the male actor I forgot okay. his name. Her her co-host. Yeah, yeah, but um, she's very, she's not very right wing. Uh-huh. She's pro Trump. Okay. But doesn't like Mike Pence, which I understand because I don't like Mike Pence either. But um, I, I don't. Say, I honestly don't know anybody who's who's like yeah, Mike Pence. What a good guy. But uh, because he's because he's. Not. I can see she comes up very like. I can see her going on racist rant, mm-hmm. and I understand it as a as a as a TV production company not wanting that be that because they were marketing off Roseanne, which in the nineties early two thousand was a very strong point, very middle American family. It's a different time, but now you don't want to be a racist family. Well, okay, I I. Okay, I agree to that, but I also think the definition of family has lost its meaning with, uh, I think, our generation because we're not able to afford certain luxuries that the older generations were able to because, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I had a kid in the t- in my 20s, but, like, now you think about it and you're like, okay, I have college debt. I'm working a little bit above minimum wage, and how the hell am I supposed to support, like, a child and my wife that's not working meanwhile paying daycare paying car insurance paying health insurance mind you um it's a different time so the the middle class family that roseanne represents uh is long gone to the modern world honestly yeah like i feel like as uh american economic grew Mm -hmm. the middle class has been like a struggle mm-hmm. for people for um 
Absolutely. People to understand what it was because that's having a strong point in American economy. And what made the Western economy work has always been the middle class. Right. Like, because they were they were constantly spending and they were constantly making. Like, so yeah, they were able to uh, sustain the economy for the rich and the poor because they kept it all running. But nowadays people are spending less, saving more. But at the same time, they have no savings at all. Uh, an interesting show to bring up would be Malcolm in the Middle. I, I don't think that show would gain traction nowadays because, yes, it's a struggle for that family. But now you don't see that same uh, family dynamic that you would uh, maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And it's it's actually very interesting to see how family family hasn't lost its value it's just been it's been valued a little bit less than what it used to be because nowadays people as individuals are trying to get a foothold themselves before they're able to like yeah like like, in that show the mom worked a like Walgreens job, right? And the dad worked a like factory job. I don't know what Hal did in that yeah. show. If I'm honest, like Hal, Hal just made money, had a house over, like a roof over his head, but I don't know what Hal. But did. they weren't college graduates. To be honest, they weren't. I think so. I th- I, I I think so. They were not. They were. They not were not. Kids. But like nowadays, you can't raise a family. You could, yeah. but not how they raised them. Yeah, with a job and a car, it just it was yeah. they struggled. Yeah, but they made it through. Absolutely. But nowadays you can't do that because yeah. of how spread apart the like the the classes are. Nowadays, as a college graduate, you're not able to live on your own. Like roommates and whatever flatmates, whatever have you, are essential for an individual fresh out of college or still in college to really have a foothold on life to save money and really like have enough to where they're comfortable which i think is very it's awful because the individual can't thrive in such an environment where they're like where they're like oh i need to save money constantly like that's that's absurd like I, I, I realize we need to contribute to the economy at large, but at the same time, like, hell, man, I'm I'm struggling to, like, tread water, like, keeping my head afloat, like, saving money, just in case anything happens is a lot harder nowadays than it was 10 years ago. Because people want to, wanna, like, there's, a, there's a, a saying of a war on the middle class, mm-hmm. but I feel it because... People want like okay, you either make get a college and afford to make that much money, mm-hmm. and they want to be like middle class can afford to sustain Social Security, but that's not on us. Like we try to make money mm-hmm. to afford rent, yeah. afford bills, and afford savings, but we can't afford to pay for the seniors to survive on Social Security. Yeah, like that's. Because all these jobs are okay. I don't want to say going overseas, but they are. It's it's true. Uh, one of the biggest uh, 
examples that Donald Trump used in his tax cut was uh, Harvey Davidson, which is a brand that uh, thrives on the fact that it's a luxury brand. It doesn't thrive on the fact that it has good products because it doesn't anymore. It's just baby boomers trying to flex, and that's Harvey Davidson. And with their tax cut, what they did was they cut and ran and they outsourced their factories to uh, Thailand. So it was kind of funny that Donald Trump was like, this is an American-made brand, and with this tax cut, they're able to provide jobs to American workers. When, in fact, quite the opposite happened. They cut and ran. They left the country with excess amount of money to their execs, to their investors. And honestly, no one was better off by that except the company itself. And that happened to a lot of companies. Like absolutely, like that happened. Okay, recently happened to a lot of like Trump tried to uh, uh, tariffs to a lot of Amer like to a lot of their I, allies. I, I want to. I want to kind of pause on that issue because I kind of want to read about it more because I I have heard that he wants to uh, tariff a lot of goods. Uh, but a lot of goods are shipped here, and then we manufacture something, and they're exported. So I don't know how that affects the economy, but I've also heard that Canada is replying harshly to the tariffs imposed by the United States. Yes, so. And these are our two biggest allies, Mexico and Canada, uh, to the north and south of us. So I don't really – I'm not sure enough. Like I don't know if you have more to say on the topic, but I, I'm not confident enough in what – the next few days, the next few weeks might hold so in regards what to what I've that. heard is that Trump has tariffs more goods from our allies being Trump and Ca freeing Canada and Mexico from our non allies being Ca uh, China. And uh, it's crazy why, to think about that. Why Trump did this come about? Why did we where did these tariffs come from? Like they weren't it, just it, like a random It's just thought. it's it's Trump's idea of like Helping to build American economy, American goods, by like, okay, you know what? If we reduce imported goods, we can increase domestic goods. But all that I, does... I understand that in like the basic concept as in like, hey, these uh, steel products from Canada will cost like $50 while American made will cost 40 so the logic choice would be to self-sustain and support American-made products, but I feel like in a global economy, that's not going to work out, right? It doesn't work because what happens is that we end up – because the American dollar is worth more, we end up paying more for American-made goods because we have to pay more to those workers. And I know that sucks, but what ends up happening is like those countries that import our goods will not want to import anymore. Exactly. So we lose more jobs in the long run. Yeah. And he is like, I feel like either he doesn't see that or doesn't care. Because in the end, he. Okay, I hate saying this, but. He still makes money off his own hotels and properties. I don't, I don't there's there's no reason for you to hate that. Like let's be honest, like the presidential 
position for him has always been a way for him to uh, diverge is well not diverge to expand his brand and to expand his earnings and to expand like his his regional power because now he has a brand but he has power because he has that position as president so I don't I don't think that you should hate it it's awful because a president should be for country not for self but in this case um there's there's no other way to put it like the man's for himself he's putting himself above the country's needs and that's been clear in several different cases that that just frankly don't need mentioning like the man is toxic we need to get rid of him. I don't know. The 2018 midterm elections won't be enough. They will help in the long run, but they won't be enough. And we should honestly, we we can we can pray and hope that Mueller comes up with something substantial to really just get rid of this man forever. And the point of that is like the point of a bigger point of that is that. The whole um, Puerto Rico thing with his the fact that Puerto Rico mm-hmm. is still a lot of part of it's still without power, yeah. and we don't claim a lot of the lost lives to that. And these these are Americans, right? These are these are this is American. It's an American protective. It's an American protective, and we're back to another like hurricane season. They're like people. The more fact that people don't care about this more. Yeah. It's an issue. Because yeah. if you would think Puerto Rico is like a Far Caribbean away. country is not yeah. part of it. No. They are American citizens. Co- they're, they're American citizens. They're part of 50 states. Like, we only have 48 continental states. Mm-hmm. But two of those are not Alaska and Puerto Rico. Those are two. Hawaii. Wait, I lie, I lie. Hawaii. We have 47 <laughs> continents. What are you doing? We have Puerto four- Rico isn't a state. It's a protectorate, but it's still a part of the United States. It's under our wing, per se. Are you Are you Googling this? Yeah, yeah. John, no. People can hear you type. Okay, because I want to make sure, because I feel like the fact that this is like people think all our states are what's connected to us you have very white teeth but our states aren't connected to us do you squip a lot of our states god dang a lot of our states (laughs) are not connected to us yeah and we have a lot of property we don't take care of puerto rico should be a big issue because they are a protectorate yeah they depend on us I mean, I hear that they don't have a military because, like, one, no one would invade them, and two, the U.S. should and will protect them because, i.e., um, like, American protectorate. Like, come on. That's the issue. That's the issue. The fact that they're, ba- they're back at it with their, like, issues, and we're back at another hurricane season. Yeah. Which... It's apparently supposed to be stronger than the Please last don't. one. Please don't. I, wait, whatever happened to that tropical depression, I think it hit Florida. Was this, was this, or yeah. is this still ongoing? Like, yeah. it's already started strong. It, it hit Florida, and it happened. I didn't hear much about it, but, um, 
I think most of it happens around September or August when most of the hurricane comes in. Because that's when I guess they happen. But that is the most terrifying part. The fact that a country protected by the U.S. can be protected by the U.S. because we don't expect them as a country. Because people don't know what they are to us. And they are a protectorate. And that's the worst and the, part of And the people should know this. They should know that uh, Puerto Rico is a protectorate. And uh, on other news, the apparently our North Korean summit is, is, is official on June 12th, I believe. Yeah. It was rescheduled, yes. Yeah. Okay. Rescheduled. And I, I mean, that's cool. The fact that we're talking to North Korea and getting mm-hmm. that settled, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, I just don't know what that means to us, as far as like a country to talk to North Korea about issues that are like pertinent to their country. Like I'm glad we're getting that settled. I'm glad we're. I think we have more internal issues before we start uh, facing as external threats. I'm glad we had that settled. The fact that North Korea might not be an issue. They won't nuke us. Yeah. But as far as like internal issues, yeah. Like yeah. talking to the North Korea. We did already. Well, not really. North Korea and South Korea have. North Korea and South Korea settled their issues, sort of. And they talked. But the fact that we have to. Trump talk to them? I, I don't think he's the man to talk to them. Mm-hmm. It used to be Rex Tillerson. He was a Secretary of State, but uh, that man stepped down and uh, Mike Bolton, I think, took that position, and Bolton's a, a war hawk, and he's no good, and he might influence Trump to do uh, stupid things like uh, ambient tweeting. I mean the North Korean. I mean the United States government, uh, White House uh, uh, doctor is very lenient on what please, kind of medicine they give please, out. Please, oh my God, I've heard about that. Like he was just like, "Hey, a White House staffer can be like, hey, I'm going on a flight to uh, Asia. Can you give me something?'" And he was like, "How much do you need?" It's really bad. Uh, Sears, Sears says it will close more stores. Do you remember going to Sears as a child ever? I do. Yeah. Uh, One of the most uh, impressive things is uh, there's actually a Sears on the main street in our town, and it's been closed for ages, and it's kind of like near where all the uh, homeless people gather. And I, I, last I heard, Rice students were going to renew it and make it something like they were going to save it because it's a part of history and the architecture is actually pretty, like, historical. But I don't know where they got with that. But um, with online shopping, I think that's the biggest contender to catalog stores such as Sears, Macy's, uh, J.C. Penney's. So... I wouldn't be surprised if all those stores started to uh, kind of like close down because they can't compete with online uh, uh, stores. Honestly, I heard it too. Like, 
uh, one of the biggest Amazon things is selling like groceries and mm-hmm. stuff online, but stuff like Walmart and Target and Kroger have competed because they're more mm-hmm. local, they're easier to get to, and I don't, I'd rather use them than Amazon to to get some local yes, goods. Yes, because you're there and you're picking out your own stuff rather than like. Hey, Jared from Amazon will be uh, at your house in 30 minutes with avocados. But do you want to know about Trump's uh, weight regimen? Yeah, tell me about Trump's weight regimen. 12 (laughs) Diet Cokes a night, I hear. Because apparently he embarked on a mission to shed 10 pounds. Oh, no. 10 by in January. Okay. And, and it's, uh, it's what now? Uh, appa- I don't know. It's, apparently it's his plan June, was, right? His, his plan is to uh, is to favor more fish dishes than okay. steak and to cut all his bread stuff intake by half. And uh, Does he eat a lot of bread? I honestly have never seen any pictures of the man eating, so I don't believe that he... Uh, he does. He's part of the robot simulation that we're all living through. I honestly, I he's man, not a lizard person. We, the we man's, agree on the that. The man's old to begin with, so yeah. what was the point? You're he's right. Like, like sixty something. Sixty. That man is seventy, like four at the least. Hey Google, how old is Donald Trump? Donald Trump is 71 years old. Thank you. That man is 71 years old. There's no reason to diet. He can't reverse all the years of uh, bigotry and racism. Uh, What else? We have time enough for one more topic, John. I'm back to the whole Roseanne thing. On uh, on, a thing. Okay. Um... Let's talk about Starbucks closing 18,000 stores. Let's just talk about their uh, discriminatory issues. I think it's pretty crazy. I uh, heard about that. I feel like it's kind of insane to do. Yeah. I mean, I understand the issue behind it, but to close 18,000 stores for a couple of hours... To talk about their discriminatory issues. I mean, like... See, the thing is that Starbucks is such a nationwide brand that people will just be like, oh, I can't get coffee here today, but they're not going to, like, switch up their coffee habits and routines. And I think that this is Starbucks' best response to their racist treatment of those two African-Americans who... I think we're just like sitting in one of their stores and they were told to leave and police got involved and the city had a whole lawsuit. Um, I don't know. But very... I think it's necessary. Like, I think this is a step in the right direction. Will it solve anything? No, because no. people are going to be people with their own individual uh, ideologies. So if you're racist and you work at Starbucks, you're racist and you work at Starbucks. That's just it. Like, you can't monitor every individual. I feel like that was a very isolated incident. And, like, you don't have to punish 18. Like, give me email out to all these stores. Say, hey, you know, maybe be more careful about who you call out. Because social media 
is a very like so, so don't be outwardly racist keep it inside yeah keep it inside yeah that's fair and that's the issue um i forgot we already talked about puerto rico and the fact that they have no energy a year after last hurricane which is back around but I want to talk about this one thing I read on on, on CNN, the fact that um, the EPA administrator Scott Pruitt ordered twelve fountain pens, twelve fountain pens that cost about fifteen hundred dollars. It's pretty impressive. How do you how do you order any pens okay, for that John, much money? Uh, ink is very expensive nowadays. We have to go into the earth to get it. So uh, I understand. I understand. Plus, can you imagine any legislation or like rules they write that look really nice in those fountain pens? I just think at this point, the current government body is trying to like. To, to, to gra- to okay, here's a common practice that this administration has done. It's uh, people that used to be in, let's say, telecom companies are now put in place to regulate said telecompanies, but that's not a part of their job anymore. But their job is to uh, report and regulate and to like allow legislation on their former employer. I uh, I don't think that's a good practice. I don't think it's safe, but that's where we are. On a on a finishing note, okay. I want to talk about uh, Uber. Apparently, has been trying to find a way to uh, overcome their stringent um, clearance policies, and apparently, there are about a couple hundred. People, couple of thousand criminals that have been cleared to be Uber drivers. Hey, man. Well, and is that is that extensively bad? Like, unless they're stealing passengers and like sex trafficking them, I don't find that to be awful. Because these people, criminals need jobs too. Like former criminals, they need jobs to adjust and participate in society. And if Uber gives them a place to work, then that's absolutely fine. Unless they're actively involved in criminal activities, I don't see an issue with this. Okay, so clearly the issue isn't Uber. It is our criminal law system who will unjustly, Uh, unjustly... uh, (laughs) No! We're not having it! You I don't want to talk to about criminal admit, justice. I did admit that our system unjustly criminalizes people yes. for the smallest issues. Yes. Okay. So, uh, And it disproportionately targets poor people. Uh, it jails them for their inability to pay bail when uh, their bail is set to like 500, 1,000, 2,000. Like some individuals aren't able to pay that and they're they're stuck in jail because of that that's not fair but we're not gonna talk about the criminal justice okay okay we need to start america from like root number one like constitution bill of rights that's good let's amend them let's start all over equality and whatnot our lord and savior Uh bernie sanders can run 2020 that the Democratic Party will 
like support him to run in 2020. Granted, he will be about 75 years old. Jesus. But it is not our oldest president to run ever. Is it not? It won't be, I think. Hey. Hey, Google. Oh, God. Who will be our oldest president running ever? Are you I'm not sure, but I can tell you the answer to a similar question. Who was the oldest man ever to run for U.S. president? That's good. Would that help? Yes. yes. All right. According to Wikipedia.org, the youngest person to be elected president was John youngest? F. Kennedy at 43 years, okay. 163 days of age on election day. The oldest was Ronald Reagan, who was 73 years, 274 so days Bernie old. So Bernie will be older than the the oldest president ever to run and serve. And Ronald Reagan wasn't the worst either. Some of the best. Do you want to talk about trickle-down economics? Do you okay, want to talk guys. about that? Do you well, want to talk about the taxation podcast. system? We will try to be more consistent in the couple coming weeks, but uh, work is difficult to come around to make constant schedule, and topics are also hard to come around because... Honestly, we're just lazy people. We, uh, But thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope to see you next time. Peace. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night.